0: Welcome to the Jeff Krilli Show. What are the secrets to being wealthy, healthy, and wise? For the next hour, Jeff goes beyond the headlines to discuss what's trending with today's movers, shakers, and newsmakers. And now, here's Jeff Krilly.
1: Welcome to the Jeff Krilly Show. This is Sarah Krilly, daughter of Jeff krilly who's actually out of town. He's in Houston. But don't worry, we have a great show packed. We're actually broadcasting from Earth Day and so excited to be here. Happy Earth Day, Kevin.
2: Happy Earth Day, Sarah.
1: Yes, so we're so excited. If anybody doesn't know about Earth Day, you need to know about Earth Day at Fair Park because it is the place to... See and be seen and go green here in North Texas over at Fair Park. And we have an exciting show today. We've got Mosquito Steve returning, so he has a booth here at uh, Fair Park Earth Day. And I'm sitting here right now with Brittany from the Tiny Houses Exhibit because here at Fair Park Earth Day, this is so kid friendly. It's going on all weekend. You need to come out and check it out. And it's a free, free whole weekend here at Fair Park with so many fun things to do. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me. So tell me about the tiny houses, because we walked in and we saw, oh my God, there's tiny houses.
3: Who is living here? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What's up with the tiny houses? Well, there is, I think, nine of us there right now. We all kind of range from smaller to on the larger side, which is mine. It's, it's a little big for a tiny house. Um, but all of us kind of went tiny for a whole bunch of different reasons. Um, lots want to travel. And what's the best way to travel with, all your belongings and you get to travel weeks and weeks and weeks out of the year um, some do it for financial reasons like myself i now uh, i'm paying student loans back and now i have my own little property that i get to travel with whenever i want so it's awesome you got big tiny homes little tiny homes but it's all so wait, you know, wait, wait. Are, are you living
2: are the tiny homes mobile
3: Yes, they are. They are all on trailers, the ones here. Um, so mine's on a 26-foot gooseneck trailer. Um, some are on flatbeds, and some are on fifth wheels. So we all kind of have our own little mobile unit underneath our homes. That is incredible. So what do you have in your mobile home? Um, For me, um, mine is just a shell right now, so I'm currently building it. We've been building it since January. It should be done by summer. Um, But for me, I have a bathtub, shower, I have stackable washer and dryer, I've got a regular toilet, a fridge, I mean, you name it, everything in the kitchen's pretty standard, and then I've got my bed, and then I've got a living room with a TV, so a little bit of everything that a normal house would have. In
2: the spirit of Earth Day, I have to ask, how green is your tiny home?
3: Um, mine is, it's the standard. Um, I don't have solar panels yet, but eventually that's something that I do plan to put on it. Um, it'll be able to run, you know, my refrigerator, my lights, things like that. Um, I do not have a composting toilet. I do have a standard toilet, so that's not very green of me. But uh, for most of the tiny homes, I do have composting toilets, which obviously is great and grand, um, but it's a small space and it's going to be my space so um, reducing my carbon footprint a little bit. Sure. That is so awesome I think I saw something on HGTV with people trying to find the tiny homes so are these up for sale or how do people get a tiny home? Do they have to build it or what's the program? Well currently um, all besides one of the houses here are DIY builds so everyone personally built them for their own use um, but there are uh, builders out here who will provide a house um, for you so you can go tell them everything you want in your Tiny home, and they'll build it exactly how you want. Um, so, there are people who can buy it from you, you just gotta, or they can make it for you, sorry, you can buy it from them. Um, so, there's people So did you, with your tiny home, did you design it? What was the thought process behind your home? I did design it and I have a giant family. And so for me, it wasn't just how can I fit in the tiny home? It was how can my six foot eight stepdad walk into the bathroom and make sure he's not going to hit his head. And so it had a lot of my family's opinions and what will make them feel comfortable. Um, a lot of the tiny homes don't have a bathtub, but I have uh, nephews and a niece and I need to make sure that they're able to get a bath because holding a you know one-year-old under the shower is not something you want to do. So I put a bathtub. So it's really mine's about my family being able to function as well as me functioning well in there. Very well said. And tell me about Earth Day. What have you experienced so far? Oh my gosh. Earth Day has, this is my first time here and so when I was coming here I didn't really know what to expect but every person I've talked to is just so into the environment and how to kind of help you know mother nature and make sure everything is still here for our grandchildren and their children's children and so everyone's just been super awesome about providing other insights on how to go green and then also getting you know giving my two cents about how to you know live tiny and you know go green with that as well so what are some
1: of the funniest questions that people I can only uh, imagine
3: what people are asking you about living in a tiny home Um, With the toilet has been the funniest. Uh, They asked me about composting, and I personally don't have a composting toilet, but they ask, does it smell? How often do you have to clean it? Do you you personally have to take your waste out? And I'm like, yes, you got to take your waste out, but it's not. It's composted by then. It's not you go in the bucket and you throw it out the window. Um, I was curious
2: about the size. I mean, it's a tiny home. Is it a tiny toilet?
3: Yeah, mine is not. I was picturing everything tiny too, everything. like an airplane. <laughs> yeah, no, tiny animals. The composting toilets are actually really big. It, like we joke and say they're the thrones. They're definitely the thrones nice. of the room. Um, and mine is just a standard household toilet, so it's you know your regular size that you would go on at home. So
1: our guest right now, Brittany from the Texas. Earth Day, which is over at Fair Park, encouraging everyone this weekend to bring out your family. Everything is going green. There's amazing things here at the, uh, this is where the State Fair is Mm -hmm. usually, so at Fair Park, which is incredible. There's so much going on and the tiny homes exhibit you'll see it i mean there are all these little tiny neighborhoods it's adorable what color is yours
3: mine currently is just wood but since we are still in the building process it will be painted or stained a color like a, a green blue color tell me about some of the other tiny homes that are in your neighborhood um well there is a few of us so my next door neighbor his name's richard he has a fifth wheel so his is kind of a bigger trailer just like myself and uh, he has a composting toilet, and he actually has, uh, you know, a brewing system. So he has his own taps in his house. That was something that he really liked. He liked to brew beer, so he wanted to make sure that there he you could, go, Kevin. Nice. He wanted to make sure that he could do that in his tiny home. So every one of them, when you walk into it, it has something that they are really passionate about. Me is my family, so I have a bigger tiny home. Um, so there's goosenecks, there's flatbeds. I mean, there's a little bit of everything when you walk in to all these tiny homes. Uh, different colors, different stains, different materials. I mean, it, they're all just so unique. It's, it's great.
1: You are absolutely reducing your carbon footprint. With here uh, in Texas, it's always the go bigger and go bigger, go home. And mm-hmm. honestly, you're going tiny and going yeah, home. <laughs> exactly. That is
3: exactly it. That's so cool. So what does the rest of your day look like here? I am just going to be standing in my tiny home giving tours and talking to anybody who's interested in it. The great thing about mine is that it's uh, it's a shell still so people can see the building process and know what materials I used and how to uh, cut out you know some of the weight because these are on trailers and they are being pulled so you can't put you know a whole bunch of heavy things in it because it's never gonna move and it needs to. So I am out here talking to everyone and giving them a little bit of my knowledge on how to go tiny and how to build it if they're interested in it.
1: Awesome, well it looks like we're wrapping up here on our first segment with the Jeff Curley Show. Don't go away because earthdaytexas.org is the website where we're at broadcasting live from Earth Day, Texas. Come on out.
4: More of the Jeff Curley Show live from Earth Day, Texas is next. Let's keep it green. Let's keep it clean. You're listening to the Earth Day Texas live broadcast exclusively on RNCN. You're listening to the Earth Day Texas special edition of The Jeff Grilly Show.
2: A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I welcome soft in the middle Welcome back to the Earth Day world? Texas live so broadcast hard. from RNCN. We're out here at Fair Park. I, at I am joined in the automobile building with uh, Sarah Crilly.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Earth Day Texas. We are so excited to be here.
2: It's funny, it's Earth Day and it kind of feels like we're crammed in a warehouse, but that's okay. I've heard that it's gorgeous outside. It's, you know, it's a beautiful day here in Texas. We'll get out there eventually. Lot of stuff going on. We have a guest coming in right now. They're actually sitting in our makeshift studio, and I don't even know who you guys are yet. I don't even know that we've met, so this is all kind of exciting for everybody. What, what, what's going on? Tell us about what, well, who Kevin, you are, what you do, what's the up. They're
1: from the Texas A&M Water University. I'm sitting here with Daniel Cunningham. We're Water so University excited to have sounds you. very Thank earthy. Thank you for having us.
0: Thanks for being here, guys. We, we appreciate it. Thanks, Sarah, and thanks, Kevin.
1: Absolutely, and we can't forget who else is here: Gabriel. Say hi, Gabriel.
5: Hi, Gabriel Saldana, Texas A&M AgriLife Research Water University. Yes, All right. good well, to be well, here, you guys. Tell us what you do, man. Give us some background. Let's What's,
0: get right into it. Let's get into it. So, I'm a horticulturist with the Urban Water Program here in Dallas, and we do everything having to do with saving water here in the metroplex. So, teaching classes, doing outreach, working with cities on how we can save water. Okay, so for an environmental layman like myself, what exactly is a horticulturist? I always tell people plants and stuff, so it's a a plant science. uh, But we focus on the water side of plant science, so using uh, the right plant material, drought tolerant native plants, um, and and planting those with the proper irrigation, so we can save water in the landscape. Very cool. So, can you tell us what uh, what's new, what's developing, what's going on in the world of
2: water preservation?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel, get in here. Throw this one to Gabriel. Let him let him grab the reins. Uh, so what we're actually doing out here today is we've got a few booths. Um, we're basically doing a lot of public outreach, uh, getting the word out about water conservation, especially in North Texas. Uh, we're here with our uh, latest promotion called the uh, "Water You Doing" road trip. Uh, basically, water, a huge water. 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 Yeah, water. You doing? Uh, water, I, yeah, like water, it. You doing I like that. <laughs> you doing road trip? And we've got uh, two booths out here today, and this is basically a huge social media push. Um, that we're trying to get out there. We've got hashtags. We've got social media. Follow us online at uh, What Are You Doing on Twitter, uh, Facebook, you name it. We're on there, Flickr, everything. And so, basically, I'm here doing the promotion, the communication, just trying to get people out. And Daniel's here talking to people about the water conservation and uh, letting them know how they can go about saving it home. Well, I, I want to let people
2: know a little bit about the background. How did you how you get involved in this? How does one become a uh,
1: How do you save water? Tell us how we need to save water.
2: How did you get
5: involved in saving water? How did this all come about?
1: I'm so caught in trouble with that because (laughs) I just kind of let it go, but I really do want to know how to save water.
5: You know, so leaky sink is one thing, but uh, I think uh, Daniel and the rest of the guys at A&M, the experts, I would say would agree that most of the water wasted or used, maybe not wasted, but used um, in the urban landscape happens in the the yard or the urban household per year um, in general happens in the yard. And I'll pass it off to Daniel to tell you more about that.
0: Yeah, so especially during the summer months, up to 30 to to 70% of the water used in your home is used in the landscape. So uh, we can save water inside with the water sense labeled, you know, faucets and low flow dual flush commodes. But uh, really the the main way you can save water is planting the right plant material, utilizing drip irrigation. So you're watering uh, at the root zone where the plants need it. So less water is lost through evaporation. And we also do a lot of stuff with rainwater harvesting. So you can uh, utilize cisterns or rain tanks. uh, So some of that water can go to the plants uh, when we're in a drought period.
1: Wow, so what can we do right now at home to make sure our water gets over there?
0: Yeah, well, so right now at home, I would say if you have any high water using plants, Uh, As they start to struggle, go ahead and and plant native and adaptive plants. We have our list of the top 100 plants for North Texas at our website, dallas.tamu.edu. The other thing you could do is apply two to four inches of mulch around your plants to minimize that water loss through evaporation. And we also teach classes on conversion to drip, so DIY classes where homeowners can kind of go away from the the mist type pop-ups that are less water efficient into the drip irrigation uh, that waters at the root zone.
2: Uh, I have a question for you guys real quick. I used to produce a radio show that was all about, you know, green living and being more environmentally friendly, Fantastic. that kind of thing. And they used to talk about rain barrels a lot. Is yeah. that something you guys are familiar with? Is that like a good tactic in terms of water preservation?
0: Sure. Yeah, rain barrels are great. We're actually teaching two rain barrel classes here uh, at Earth Day Texas tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Uh, one in the morning and one in the evening. And then we have, if you go to our website again, dallas.tamu.edu, uh, we've partnered up with the city of Dallas and are teaching their rainwater harvesting classes. So you can come out, you can take the class. If you want to invest in a rain barrel, you can buy one, they're $50. But we teach you how to set them up, prevent mosquitoes from going in there, uh, and how to utilize those waters be- that water best for your
2: plant. As far as your, your do-it-yourself type stuff, is a rain barrel something that one could you know, create themselves?
0: Sure, and and our classes are hands-on classes where we we talk about, you know, the the safe way to do the rain barrel and then you actually get to set it up yourself, you get to take it home and and utilize it. We also have some YouTube videos if you wanted more of a do-it-yourself or if you wanted to see our setup and do-it-yourself, but if you get the barrels through us, it's a convenient, easy way to get all the components.
1: All right, and what is that YouTube channel?
0: Uh, it is uh, AgriLife Dallas, is, is where you can find us, or you can just search on YouTube for Water University and find all of our videos there.
1: Fantastic, our guests right now, Daniel and Gabriel from a Water University, and they're doing a social media campaign, What Are You Doing? What are you doing? So tell us a little bit about Earth Day.
0: Uh, so this is my second year at Earth Day Texas, and uh, so from what I've heard, it's uh, two to three times as big This year, as it was last year, and it is just fantastic. Uh, Today, we've got to interact with a lot of youth, so elementary school, junior high, some college kids, and been really fun to not only to teach them a little bit about rainwater harvesting, uh, efficient irrigation, how they can conserve and protect water, but but get their feedback and ways that they're doing it at home maybe ways that we wouldn't have initially thought of. Well, that's something I wanted to ask if we can set
2: aside the outside and go with what people are doing in their homes these days. It's bad for, for water usage. I think, uh, say for example, my girlfriend, when she, she goes in the bathroom, sometimes just turns the faucet on while she's in there, <laughs> just for, for the, the masks, you know, whatever. And I'm like, that can't be good. That has to be a major waste of water. And she says, oh, well, it would be the same as if someone were, were taking a shower, you know? And, and I'm like, I, I don't think so. I would think that that weighs substantially more water. Do, do, do you know? I mean, is or a difference between the faucet and the shower and what people are doing at home that's really making an impact on on water usage
0: sure i mean we do a lot of stuff saving water inside the home last year we were actually one of the epa WaterSense partners of the year so here in north texas we have the first uh, epa labeled WaterSense home and a lot of people don't know what WaterSense is well you may have heard of energy star so WaterSense yeah, is what energy star is for our fixtures inside so um, your shower heads, your, your toilets, your, your faucets, they through um, efficient design, they're more effective. So we're not talking about low flow, we're talking about high efficient. So they work just as well, but they utilize less water. And you can just look for that water sense label and those are going to pay for themselves in the long run. So you may be saving on your faucet 20 gallons a day per person, on your shower head up to 40 gallons a day just on that water use.
2: I would think of all the household items when it comes to faucet or shower. The toilet has to be the biggest in terms of water (laughs) waste. I mean, I I mean, just a single flush, I I mean, I've heard is gallons of water used.
0: Sure. So back in the day, you know, maybe when we were growing up, uh, a a, a, a toilet used to use like 7.8 gallons per flush. Uh, then in the 90s, Seems we got them down to you know, three and a half, somewhere around that yeah. that range. And now we're down to uh, you know the one gallon, 1.2, 1.3. Uh, and then the dual flush is just, it's got a one and a two on it or two water drops in one. And whatever job you need, you, you, you use the right one and you can save water that way as well. So with the most efficient system
2: that you guys have going on these days and with all technological advances, what's the what's the least amount of water that could be used per flush?
0: So it... it it, so I guess 0. 0.7 and, and 1.2 are kind of where they are now. And it seems pretty good, especially sure. compared
2: to what you said, that the, the old school sure. 7.8 or something like that. And, and on,
0: on average, what we've done is we've calculated that our water sense demonstration house, that, that folks can set up tours and come do. We ask that we have 10 or more people come out and do a guided tour. Um, we use about 60% less water in that inside that home and in that landscape uh than a normal house we'd see here in north texas and
2: are these better solutions something that are being more
0: adopted in, in a
2: widespread
0: scale without a doubt we've been uh just so happy with the positive feedback we've been getting with with all of our partner municipalities and cities uh, over 60 here in the metroplex so with uh, uh north texas municipal water and tarrant regional water district upper trinity Uh, Water District, uh, all the different cities we've partnered up with have educational programs and I think the message is really getting out Uh, but there's definitely work to be done when an area where we have Uh, 400 to 1,100 people a day moving to North Central Texas, Uh, we're gonna have to figure out how to do more with less water because we have the same water resources. Our reservoirs are about the same, but we've got so many people moving here. How can we be more efficient with our water? You do
1: make up a great point. I mean, so many people are moving here. And our guest right now from Texas A&M Water University. And I think we do need to pass the mic back over to Gabriel. How did you get involved?
5: Um, so I actually I, I just have a background in uh, communication journalism and I uh, was working for the international program at Texas A&M University um, down in College Station, found out about um, the Dallas Center. One thing led to another, so I'm just kind of a general communication guy.
1: I love it. And show off your shirt. What are you doing? As in water that that we're drinking, what are you doing? Did you come up with that? Hashtag. hashtag,
5: What are you doing? Uh, I I did not come up with that, but I'm in charge of promoting it now, and so that's what's important. Well, we are coming up against the uh, top of the hour, ladies and uh, gentlemen, so
2: we're going to have to take a break. But before we go, I want to make sure everyone can have all the information they need on you guys, the website, all that good stuff.
5: All right, uh, so you can find the road, the What Are You Doing road trip at wateryoudoing.net. Uh, you can find Water University online at dallas.tamu.edu if you want to sign up for some courses in North Texas. We have a list of about um, more than 20 courses that we actually do teach on everything uh, that has to do with the sustainable landscape. Um, and so you can go there at uh, dallas.tamu.edu slash courses and sign right up.
2: I think it's awesome what you guys are doing, and thanks so much for coming on to our RNCN Live broadcast. Appreciate it. We do have Thank to take you. a real quick break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to the RNC and Earth Day Texas broadcast live from Fair Park.
1: Don't go away. we got Mosquito Steve coming
4: up. Stay tuned. More of the Earth Day Texas live broadcast coming up.
0: Now that I've lost everything to you, you say you want to start something new. And it's breaking my heart, your me.
4: You're listening to the Earth Day Texas live broadcast exclusively on RNCN. You're listening to the Earth Day Texas special edition of The Jeff Crilly Show.
0: Yes, I got I
1: Welcome back to The Jeff Crilly Show. This is Sarah Crilley filling in for my dad this weekend as he's in Houston. But don't worry, he'll be back next weekend. Here we are live at Earth Day and so excited. Go to Earth Day tx.org and you guys got to bring the family out here get out here it is a free event for earth day and it's such a blast so much for the kids amazing baby trees you can uh, adopt and i'm sitting here with the latest and greatest mosquito mm-hmm. steve welcome back to the jeff Curly show and you are a friend of our show you've been on before
6: i have i love the jeff Curly show yeah can't believe he's down in houston pra- practicing his breaststroke <laughs>
1: exactly <He's> a- <laughs> No, so we're so thrilled to have you on and back on. And here you are at Earth Day celebrating with us. Happy Earth Day.
6: Thank you. Happy Earth Day. See, I forget. I keep thinking this is Saturday.
1: It is. So tell me what you're doing out here.
6: So um, we're trying to spread the message. You know, my message is that natural products can work better than chemicals. Uh, We've tested our products thoroughly uh, by doing real field trials. So that's the other part of the message is that, um, you know, there are ways There's places you can trust. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So I just want people to listen and trust me.
1: Absolutely, and so I've actually experienced the horrifying mosquito bites with my son, Caleb, who would get bit by mosquitoes and have these horrible welts, just this reaction where it was hot to the touch and it was oozing, and my little baby, I'm like, oh my gosh, why is these mosquitoes give him that reaction is so concerning as a parent, and then I don't want to douse him with all those chemicals, oh, it's horrible. Um, so I love that your, your product is really that alternative to the really offensive chemicals in my opinion as a parent. And uh, I absolutely love it because of the essential oils that are in it. And it does repel the mosquitoes from my son and he likes the smell. I yep. can't believe it, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's honestly to me, in my opinion, is just a miracle spray. So tell us a little bit more about the product because I love mosquitosteve.com spray.
6: Well, I and usually moms do love me because you know there's not a lot of products that you can put on your kids that actually work. In fact, read the labels, people. Most of the time, it tells you not to put it. Be sure, don't let your kids touch it. You know, but the deal is, is that um, so? I literally have stood out, stood outside. I think we're getting attacked by orca. Yes, right, yeah. it, it kind of sounds Lord. like that mosquito bug. <laughs> yeah, <it's pretty> cool. <laughs> it's cool. I, I want want to right see here. a whale. I want to see a whale. So the. Um, We've actually. What happens is I stand outside and count how many mosquitoes land on me, and that's Wait, how I what? test. Yes. So i You're I've had, standing
1: out there, the human pincushion.
6: I've had as many as 900 mosquito bites in one night. Well, you talk about wow. oozing and fever and all that kind of stuff. My the chemicals that the mosquito leaves behind where it bites you are so detrimental and so there were so many chemicals running around in my brain that night. Bless you. That all I could think about is just end it all now. Just and I was kind of wanting to kill myself and just from mosquito bites, but it was a lot of mosquito bites. But that's how I test the products and I've tested my products and I've tested the others. I've tested DEET, I've tested CARD, and I've tested all those products because I wanna make sure that our products are better than the chemicals.
1: Which is absolutely true. And tell me a little bit about your background. So how come you wanted to make a difference in, uh, in everyone's lives?
6: Well, I do what most people do when they graduate from SMU with a broadcast film degree. You go into mosquito business, right? <laughs> it's, uh, exactly. It's uh, yeah, it definitely was not in the plans. So uh, I was in construction, and one of my customers had a misting system, and nobody from Dallas was doing misting systems. So I was the first guy to do the misting systems in Dallas. Steve, I, I gotta ask you: Have you ever had West Nile? I got West Nile in 2008. Did you really? Yeah, I, was I was gonna, gonna say if, get you, it. if
2: there's a way that you avoided it, oh, yeah. I mean that makes me feel like I'm never gonna get it. Yeah,
6: like, yeah, and I, but I look, it's so like, so Zika doesn't scare me. Even though I look like I'm pregnant, I'm not. The um, uh, but the West Nile actually once you get it, you can't get rid of it. Once you've got it, it stays with you. So I got West Nile in 2008. Got really sick for about two months, and then the symptoms two have come back. Yeah, yeah. Symptoms have come back a couple of times, but uh, for the most part, it doesn't bother me. What the deal is, we don't know what happens to West Nile victims. You know, 30 years down the road. So that's the thing. Is that there's a there's a good chance that it'll cause problems later on, but um, but, you know, in the name of science, yeah. I had to make sure I had the best product available. <laughs> I, I
2: admire that tenacity. I mean, it, it takes a strong, a strong Well the, You know, the
6: chemical companies are telling take us Take West that, Nile for your craft. Uh, yeah. Well, so the chemical companies are telling us that the products that we're putting on our bodies are safe. Uh, they're telling us that they work. Most of the time, they have no idea. Most of the guys in the mosquito business, if you ask them, how do you know your product works, you'll stump them. They won't know what to tell you because most of them have never tested their own products. They have no idea. Oh, well we sit outside in our backyard and we don't get anything. Look, I got a bunch of people that I, that I talk to on a daily basis that don't get affected by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes just don't like them. So that doesn't tell you whether a product works or not. So right. yeah.
1: I always have the sweetest blood. I think that mosquitoes just really like my blood. I (laughs) would have guessed
6: that. I would have guessed that with you, Sarah. She looks like mosquito bait. She does.
1: The stickers that you have out here on Earth Day at Fair Park, Texas, are cute because he's got two sweet to bite and the funny ones. That um, was probably yours, Mosquito bait. (laughs)
6: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! So you're having so much fun at your booth. So come out and visit Mosquito Steve's booth. Where are you located at uh, Fair Park at Earth Day?
6: So we're on all weekend. Booth four hundred six and four. So we're right at the end of the Centennial Building on the walkway of
1: yeah, it's Heroes the sem-
6: yeah, or something. It's some walkway. Oh, so you're not in the same building as us? No. Oh, no. I'm outdoors no, and he's it's outside. hot out there. Oh, okay. Of course you're outdoors. It's business. a beautiful day out there. It's freezing there, as long as you're in not here. Just standing in the sun. Yes.
1: It's so f- much fun broadcasting <laughs> out
6: here. It's Arctic winter in here, yes, but you there's you have no mosquito. You what it's like. Yes. You yeah. don't get it. We haven't <laughs> suffered like the rest of us. We're not out in the elements.
1: But we could maybe for next year, who yeah. knows? Maybe next year. Us.
6: We got great deals going on, free stickers for the kids and free bugs for the kids. Tomorrow we're gonna have uh, mosquito tattoos for the kids. So
1: so much fun and this is such a family friendly weekend. And this is the first time you've been to Earth Day Texas, correct?
6: It is, it is, yeah. I, I actually too. have dreams of being a mainline sponsor one of these days. So. That's fantastic, cool Well, event.
1: and tell me about that. Tell me about your so far experience with Earth Day and, and what you're seeing out here.
6: Well, this is our crowd. These are our people, and this is why um, I wanted to be here. And so, uh, this really is. These are the people that you'd be surprised how many people you tell them that you've got a product that works better than uh, than the toxic chemicals, and they say things like, "Oh well, I don't care what we kill. I don't as long as we get rid of the mosquitoes." That's a horrible way to think. Ours are repellents. Anything that kills mosquitoes kills bees and kills butterflies that's and right. kills ladybugs. And so people don't think about that, but you don't want to kill these things. You want to repel. We need the the insects to feed the birds.
2: So you're making a negative impact on the ecosystem. Exactly.
6: Exactly. So so these are people because they do understand those things and and they like, you know, our products are all essential oils. And that's what these people tend to like is essential oil. So, uh, I, I'm not a fan of chemicals. Look, we're putting so much stuff in our water. There's no telling what we drink when we drink a glass of water in Dallas. It's just no telling. So, why take a chance, you know? So, um, so it's better for the environment. It's, actually, they work better. That's the thing to remember. You don't have to sacrifice your health to have mosquito protection. Our products work better than those other products. So. You know don't don't worry about sacrificing get get the best protection you can
1: mosquito steve in the flesh here at earth day texas with the jeff crillie show and what is your website steve
6: www.mosquitosteve.com
1: and tell us about the products that are on your website right now
6: so we've got a misting product if you have a misting system which a lot of people call me and say we've got a misting system somebody else put in can you fill it and service it yes we can with a repellent our product works better than what they've been using so they'll like it We've got yard sprays, like companies like Lambert's Landscaping and Safe Haven Pest use our product exclusively to spray yards with. So uh, so you know it's good. Um, you know even some of the, the the organic gurus around town use our products, even though they, they preach against misting systems, they've got misting systems and using our products right. now because we're repellent. See, I'm a bit of
2: a layman when it comes to this stuff, so I'm wondering what how exactly does the misting system work?
6: Okay, so what you need to know, and this is really important for people that have misting systems, a lot of people are telling me their misting systems aren't working anymore. The reason is is mosquitoes adapt, and they've adapted very quickly to know now. We've been misting for 75 years. Mosquitoes know that when the mist starts, to hide. They're great hiders. They hide through the winter. That's how they survive. And so what I recommend is do a yard spray. Whether we do it, we've got service professionals that do it, or you can do it yourself, I got DIY products on my website. So do a yard spray, that gets their hiding and landing places away. Then when you mist, it really works. That's the closest thing to 100% efficacy you can get is the combination of of yard spray and misting. Yes, yes. So, but I got DIY, we got products for every budget. I got misting systems starting at $1,450. That's amazing, that's really, that's about half the price of anybody else. So we're always trying to make products more affordable as well as better.
2: Will you see I mean do you see it that more people are actually adopting the spray plus misting system yeah, I mean, or kind of or that people just want to turn on their misting system and assume that that's just going to work 100% all the time.
6: And they do that, but that's what's great. Is a lot of people are coming to us that way, but I'm seeing misting companies all of a sudden adapt the yard spray plus the misting The double now,
2: combination so, system, yeah. 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 That's
6: the thing, is we're constantly doing research and development. I got new products coming out. In fact, I got some great new ones coming out. Ooh, we got to tell say, us a little oh, of that a little okay, sneak peek. This, is, this a is a sneak peek. Here's the deal. Yeah, nobody else knows this yet. So we're fixing to have a product, and I don't know what to call it yet. We were going to call it the Party Bomb, but in this day and age, people are a little sensitive about that. But I um, think it's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, when you're going to have party, you set this thing on your patio, you press the button, it does complete, complete release. It's like having a misting system in a can.
1: Oh, that's awesome. you got
6: 500 square feet of no mosquitoes.
1: And then how long does it last?
6: It's gonna last up to six hours.
1: Six hours? Yes. That's so if fantastic. you're partying for eight,
6: you're out of luck. So. Yeah, well, you just
1: turn
6: the party bomb <laughs> <Yeah>. back on. <laughs> yeah, party? Oh, not long. That's Here we right. go. Yeah, yeah oh, just this do another one. There's so like an bomb. extra strength bomb that goes for eight That's to nine. Right. You know, just oh in my case? gosh, now you're thinking. So we're fixing to have a yard fogger, um, which is uh, just like the old you know, yard foggers. Ours is spray can, so you just spray out there. You know, it's sort of like misting the the droplet sizes. Yeah, little fogger.
2: I picture almost like a bug bomb, like old yeah, fashioned, yeah. like that kind of. Yeah.
6: So nope, use that word bomb. We're not supposed to. No, oh right, it right, 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 right. So, uh, but I will tell you. So and some other products that we've got um, that we're developing and working with universities on. Uh, I've got a product for spl- flies that keeps flies off horses, so if you're horse people, I can keep flies off your oh, horse for flies days. flies is another I problem. I can keep flies off poop for two days, so if you've got Really? To, Dude, yes, that is yes, impressive. Yes, yes.
1: Wait, so what's the difference between the six-hour spray and the two-day spray?
6: So it's different product. So it's completely different product for flies as it is for mosquitoes.
1: Fantastic Mosquito Steve. Gosh, I wish we had more time, but it looks like we've just got another few seconds. Here we are at Earth Day Texas. That's EarthDayTX.org. Come out. The whole family for free can celebrate Earth Day with us in the Jeff Crilley Show. And thank you so much, Mosquito Steve, for being on. I encourage everyone to go to Mosquito Steve's website at MosquitoSteve.com and Thanks check for having it out. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Alright, don't go away here at the Jeff Curley Show at Earth Day Texas.
4: Don't you think it's More of the Jeff Curley Show live from Earth Day Texas is next. Oceans, rivers, lakes, and streams. You're tuned into the Earth Day Texas show, broadcasting live from Fair Park. You're listening to the Earth Day Texas special edition of the
2: Jeff Crilley Show. Welcome back to the Jeff Crilley Show broadcasting live from Earth Day Texas at Fair Park. Obviously, I am not Jeff Crilley or Sarah Curley
7: I am Kevin not Sarah
2: <laughs> Kevin Eveling in studio with Kristen Marin. Um, you know, I've, I've filled in before on this show. I, I'm usually the guy kind of behind the scenes, but now, uh, you know, now we're now we're
7: we're down to the, what is this, the C team? I guess so, yeah.
2: <laughs> Kevin and Kristen filling in for Jeff and Sarah on the Jeff Curley Show. And I want to welcome Mark Hoffman to the program out here at Earth Day Texas. He is from the Texas Association of Business. And Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on, man.
8: Thanks. I think this is the K team, the OK team. <laughs>
2: the oh, okay. all right. Oh, thank you, Mark. you yeah, <laughs> we'll, kind. We'll take that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, so, Mark, tell us a little bit about what you guys do, what you're doing out here, what you have going on. What we have found
8: is that Texas is a very interesting place to live. I have found that myself. Um, There is a spirit of business in Texas that is that is really attractive. And we have found that since since there are so many people coming into the metropolitan areas in Texas, we've got to be real careful as to how we handle roads and how we handle water and how we handle education. we want to make sure that taxes are as low as possible. Uh, this, this Texas Association of Business is over 80 years old. And our job is to be the state chamber of commerce, helping commerce legislate the right things in Austin and in uh, good old Washington, D.C. Because the folks in Washington, D.C. don't often think the way we do. So we have to protect ourselves ourselves. In our state, against against silly laws that well, don't function right.
2: Well, as a keen observer, obviously in recent years, what changes have you seen in the world of business in our state of Texas?
8: The uh, the attractive part here is that we have been able to assimilate an awful lot of people from other countries uh, and other nations. Uh, right here in Dallas, there's a there's a huge uh, influx of refugees. Um, and I, I know some folks that have ministries that really reach out to folks that have been terribly damaged from situations in other lands and Texans have opened their arms to them and said hey what can we do to help? How can we serve you?
7: So uh, what kinds of things does the Texas Association of Business do to attract new talent to Texas?
8: Excellent. One of the things is you want to have tier one educational institutions. Educational institutions that can that can foster um the development of students that can that can handle the next generation of creativity that's necessary so you know all all from from there are a ton of good schools in texas but you're constantly wanting to make them better and better um you, you've got to compete with, I went to Columbia University in New York City, you've got to compete mm-hmm. with the Ivy League schools, you've got to compete with the MIT's, uh, University of Texas and other schools in, in, in good old Texas are doing an excellent job of making sure that some of the best talent possible stays here in Texas. And our legislature, smartly, we only let them meet every two years. <laughs> they work hard. They work real hard for two years. Yeah. This last year in 84th legislative Session, they ended up with over $4 billion of savings in a two-year period. That means we've reduced franchise taxes for businesses. We've made it easier for people that are professionals like physicians to renew their licenses. There's all kinds of neat stuff we've done to listen and respond positively so that more and more people want to stay here and come here um, to make Texas one of the shining stars in an incredible world called United States of America. You touched
2: on education. I think that's a huge point oh, and, a, and a big drawing factor here. I mean, just in general, DFW is a city in the country right now that has a lot of you know, commerce and perseverance and just overall growth. I don't want it without getting too opinionated. Can you tell me some specific educational institutions in Texas that you that you think are you know maybe above some of the others?
8: Be glad to something people know, will seek out. A, something a, a wise man once told me, Mark: It doesn't matter what you know, and it doesn't matter who you know. What what matters is who you know that knows what you know, and so. When we dig down... Okay, that's just isn't too that cerebral for me to wrap my head around <laughs> right now.
7: Whoa.
8: <laughs> <But> <laughs> so <laughs> too much. I've done a lot of work with SMU, okay? And they have got some programs over there, particularly in business, that are fostering entrepreneurial um, creativity, not just in students here in Texas, but there are people that visit us quietly from all over the world. Uh, in the last few years, there was a um, congregation, I would call it, of very intelligent Middle Eastern women who were taking special classes over at SMU in how to start businesses. And then they were going to go back to their home countries and make stuff happen, which is really cool. Really cool. Um, this is the kind of stuff that kind of goes on under, under the radar screen that are that are and, and things things happen in other states too. I'm I'm am proud of our entire United States. Every state in the new, in the union has something going for it, but but Texas is obviously one of a kind.
2: Well, you, you oh I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris.
7: So Mark, are you Texas born, or what makes you Texas proud? <laughs> I uh,
8: Good question. I was I was born <laughs> in Cheyenne, Wyoming. You've now met somebody from Cheyenne. There we go.
7: But you're here are, being a great advocate for oh Texas. Yeah. And, and I, I so lived in
8: Houston first and now in actually Farmers Branch, Texas, which is older than Dallas. Uh, there's only 28,000 people in Farmers Branch, but you wouldn't know it because it's nestled in North Dallas amongst 6 million other people from, from Dallas, Fort Worth area.
2: Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually work at uh, a radio station here in Dallas that technically is in Farmers Bridge, but has a Dallas address. Yeah, and I think that's strange because it's on the border. Like, I mean, I, they just want it to be Dallas, I think, and that's that's
8: that's true. So that, well, the the TV show and other things. I mean, my name my middle name should be Jr. I guess.
2: <laughs> um, th- this is uh, Mark the Jr. Ewing live right now on RNC and Earth Day Texas broadcast.
8: <laughs> we we are not. We are not unaware of the fact that there are some very severe economic situations in other states. There is a Rust Belt in America, and, and you know, and there are cities that are having trouble with their infrastructure. Um, Dallas is still attracting people. Yes, and, growing. And, oh, yeah, growing, and growing so much. Uh, when when you go to cities like South Lake, and um, in, in, you know Dallas and Fort Worth and and all the surrounding they they are they are fighting for resources to cope with growth not with the lack of people or or the absence of people right
7: so I ran into Mark because he was handing out uh, seeds, and, and so that's sort of ha- how we came about here. Oh, no. So, Mar- Mark, tell us how you're kind of getting the word out about uh, the Texas Association is of Business fun. here today. Yeah, you're,
2: you're putting kind of a nice green twist yeah. on uh, the Texas Association of Business. I have a problem business.
8: every time I look at the at the uh, bl- the, the bluebell seeds. I I keep saying. Um, <laughs> They're
7: blue bonnets.
8: Blue bonnet seeds. I see. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking ice cream, but it's actually blue bonnets. Yep. It's the state flower. And I love to plant seeds of success in the minds of everybody. If you think that you can't do something, you're right. But if you... I love those people in athletic situations where they don't realize they can't catch that catch or kick that ball or score that goal. So they're out there working and they do it. Yep. And they really don't have superstar skills. They just made it happen because they're out there giving their all. Yep. And that's what we have going on to create jobs in Texas, to create a uh, legislative sessions that work well. One of the things that, it's hard to get a bill passed. If you, if you yeah. write legislation- It's a complex it's a, process. Yeah, there are books written about how goofy it is, right? well we've got some new laws we've put on the books in Texas that say, look if you're going to deal with the uh, the process of environmental permits, you must write your law so that we can read the whole thing up front and see what it's about you don't do a little bitty a little bitty paragraph up front and then hide the goodies way down way down in the bowels of it where nobody ever reads it i it's hard to find people that will sit and read for an hour nowadays. They'll look at stuff for an hour but they won't read it. So it's we've like,
2: it's, it's like seeing a ninety second teaser for a movie that looks really good when the two and a half hour feature length film sucks. How, how many times <laughs> yeah, have you seen
8: a movie where <laughs> saw hey, all the, the trailer <laughs> yeah, was exactly. what I wanted to see? <laughs> yeah. they
2: I already saw everything. The movie
8: didn't come through and live up to what the trailer did. Well and what you want is for the the actual teeth of the organization to be exposed up front. Hey, if you've got some agenda, tell us what it
2: is. Mm
7: -hmm. So if someone's coming through uh, Earth Day Texas here and they wanna stop by your booth, what what are you gonna talk to them about? What's the important message that you want folks to take away from today?
8: I like to ask them questions like, okay, in America, in Texas, in your life, how would you rank the following? What's the most important thing? Is it education? is it jobs is it low taxes um is it freedom of speech what what is the most important thing to you and then you you obviously get some very good reactions from that and and we we build on that we listen and we try to go back to the legislature and say look the reforms that we need need to support the family need to support transportation need to support Enough water, so we can all. St- uh, there are some spots in the I United States. I think you can a lot about.
2: Yeah, yeah, Just from those questions. Oh. So
7: re- that's really great. Like you're getting the voices of Texans to the state of Texas. L-
2: let's put Christian on the, on, the, on the spot <laughs> a little bit here. How would you answer those? What, what are your uh, okay?
7: Okay. What were the topics?
2: <laughs> See, I, I can say mine right now. I'm a big First Amendment guy, and I'm a big Second Amendment guy. That's who I am. As a constitutionalist, I'll go ahead Excellent. and throw that out there.
8: Excellent. So. Could go. you imagine so. the brilliance of the people that wrote the Constitution? It's amazing what they put together, and I'm sure they were arguing. That's why I
2: don't want to mess with it. That's <laughs> why I say this is this works. That's why we need Martin another really Scalia. likes to take yeah. it deep. Like <laughs> he really yeah. likes to how take did we? <laughs> it? Yeah, we got so political.
8: <laughs> Somebody out there that's hearing our voices, that is understanding of who Antonin Scalia was, needs to find a way to become a supreme court justice we need more of those kinds of people
7: excellent well w- one of your signs on your booth says we fight for funding education transportation water safety what do you mean by fight
2: and when she asked you this question see if you can do this in about 40 seconds cuz we're <laughs> coming up against the top <laughs> of the hour we got to wrap this up but come on tell us what you got
8: you have you have to Plan ahead and work your plan, and not take no for an answer, and focus on what's important to be able to fund these things until you
2: get what you need. Mark Hoffman, you have been a fantastic <laughs> guest on the, on the Jeff Show. Thank, Thank show. you so we're much. I'm so glad we were able to Thanks grab you both. and kind of pull you in, but we do have to to wrap up the show. I'm uh, glad you guys exist. <laughs> Keep on Thank doing you. what glad you're doing. Too. You. We'd love Thanks. to have you back again soon. This is the Jeff Curley Show broadcasting live from Earth Day, Texas. We're going to go ahead and have to sign off. I am Kevin Ebling with Kristen Marin. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys next Saturday. destination for premium talk radio.